This episode of Little Bit of Life podcast is sponsored by Bella Sante Health. They pride themselves in creating some of the finest CBD products on the market. Doctor recommended and third party tested, registered nurses on staff. They use 99.9% pure hemp isolate grown in Colorado with less than 0.3% THC. Their CBD products are legal in all 50 states. They were founded in Tucson, Arizona, and now the company has moved to Texas. And guess what? So has Little. I love having them on this specific episode because we are not only talking to a local of Fort Worth, Dallas area, but we are showing that Texas love. They formulate pure organic, single origin, and third-party lab-tested CBD health, wellness, and beauty products that are referred by doctors, wellness professionals, and even veterinarians for your small animals. They do have a certified RN on staff, and they offer free one-on-one consultations for each patient so they can help you find what works best for you and your ailments. For the highest quality in hemp products, as well as exceptional customer service, turn to Bellasante Health. Make sure you order today on their website at bellasantehealth.com, and make sure you reach out and speak with their owner. She will spend the best one-on-one time with you to ask about all of your needs, whether you are dealing with ailments, medical issues, diagnoses, pain, or anything and everything in between. Do not hesitate. Make that new change and contact Bellasante today. Welcome to Little Bit of Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tabitha, better known as Little on social media. A lot of you may know me from social media, but Little is shown off the apps. This podcast is dedicated to having the real, raw, and occasional chats on topics of what we seem to think but don't say. Special guests will join in that have impacted me along the way. Very little is left off limits. Enjoy on your favorite streaming platform, watch live videos of interviews on YouTube, and let's dive into some topics together. Hey guys, welcome into another episode, Little Bit of Life Podcast with Little, and the motto is what we seem to think but don't say. I recently moved in November from Arizona to Fort Worth, Texas. In Texas, let's just be real, you're just different. But with that different, there is such a conglomeration of people in society, of passions, of small businesses. And I was scrolling one morning and I came across on the Dallas Morning News article, and it stated that there is a resident here of Fort Worth that their family has been loved with all of their recipes in regards to their restaurants since 1976. Now, AJ, after five years in prison, he is putting his passion to the pavement in his own food truck. His past has included half a dozen arrests from 2011 to 2015, including drug possession, aggravated robbery, fraud, unlawful possession of firearms. But drugs, and specifically meth, his drug of choice, led him to depression. It led him trying to hit rock bottom until his very last arrest when he just realized it was time to change. Not only for his daughter that now is a teenager, but also for the rest of his life. He now has put the passion to the pavement, has his own food truck, and is showing not only Fort Worth, Dallas, and Texas residents, but the entire world that it's okay to fall, it's okay to lose sight, but as long as you get back up and start new versus starting over, you have the rest of your life to not only make yourself proud, but your family proud. Make sure to join in today in this very special episode, and I'm so honored to have on a local with us today to tell you about his story, his struggles, and also what the future looks like. 
Hey guys, welcome into another episode of Little Bit of Life Podcast with your host, Little. Um, I, as you know, I moved to Fort Worth, Texas. It's been a little bit of a change from Arizona, not only the weather, but the food and the people. But one thing stands for sure is there's so many amazing people in your community that you may overlook, not only about them personally, but about their passion, about their company. Today, I have on a very special guest. He's a local here to Fort Worth. His name is AJ. How is it going? I'm so honored to have you on with us today. I'm good. Thank you very much. I saw a uh, a news uh, clipping of you, and it was in the Dallas Morning News article, and it's talking about how you've had a past, and it's something that you know everyone has a past. Everyone chooses, you know, some good opportunities and then some bad. With the uh, with the article, it came up showing that you have just recently gotten out of prison just a couple of years ago, that you went for drug possession and all kinds of stuff, and you're changing your life completely around now with a food truck and your passion for cooking. So can you give us a little bit of a backstory about your past? So my past, um, you know, I grew up in a, in, a, in, a, in a family of restaurants. My dad's side, he got Hidari's. My grandfather, my grandfather and grandmother came from uh, Lebanon in the 70s, opened a restaurant here in Fort Worth called Hidari's. Um, it called Hidari's Pizza. Um, I mean, I had my aunts and uncles working in diapers, waiting on tables. You know, my, my dad was, was 16. He was the oldest of like eight, you know, his oldest memory is, is, is you know, cutting chicken in, in the hills of Lebanon. So they grew up in the whole restaurant business right there. And, um, you know, and so I, I grew up, you know, in, in working his restaurant. I dropped out of high school and worked his his restaurant. Um, I guess grew up, with, you know, in, in, in South Fort Worth, the, the wrong crowd. And I got, got addicted to meth um, right then and there. Uh, I think I was around 20, age 22. Um, I had my daughter at age 18. Um, I just started, it, it started just building up, you know, possession to burglary to the more and more intense, you know, crimes, aggravated robbery and, and even fraud, um, mm-hmm. with similar to the federal industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With being in that kind of wrong group, the wrong crowd, how was your mental health during that point of your life? Very bad. I, I, w- I would say it, it, it's, um, it, like I, I think I, I said that I was trying to I guess so depressed at that time I felt so alone, so distant from everyone. Even though I, I you know, I had my mother and my family support me, but it that that drug right there just sends you in, in a spiral down. And I, 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 I was I think deep down I was trying to hit rock bottom just to, to mm-hmm. get out of it. Was your family supportive during that time? I see so many families. It's either one or the other. So many families either really come together and support and try and get rehab or try and get help for their loved one, or they just feel like you've chosen your path and they kind of let you hit that rock bottom until you figure out how to pull yourself out. Did you have a very supportive family during that time for you? You know, you know, my sister went through it, was going through it a little before me. She was on it a little bit too. So it was it wasn't new to my like you know my mother my dad he my dad's life he he had a. His background of it was he it, it did off and on the year. So he had a little, he was supported very much as far as like, you know, he knew what it was going to take for me, for me to get off or whatever. He wasn't too like pushy about it. My mom, uh, she was, she's more of a, even, even weed, even weed right there is a big no to her. She's like, oh no, 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 you know? So, uh, mm-hmm. but she was very, she's very supportive, but it, when it, when it, she, she was very busy working. She was really like kind of blind to it. It's hard for her to really, See, you know, the only thing she saw was it was a trouble I was getting in and everything. So she she was very supportive, but she didn't know how to deal with it. You know, she didn't know how to actually um, 
not many people know how to deal with somebody that's actually addicted to it. And, and to, to see it too, especially if you're busy, she runs her own business and every, and she had, you know, all of the problems going on. It's, it's hard for her to recognize it. So in this article, you talk about your last arrest. It was, you were looking for that more intense high and you were ready to hit rock bottom. So bring us to that moment on that very last arrest. Was that the moment that you really saw a change and you were ready to change at that point? I, you know, this is, I, I, um, I got an aggregate robbery. I, bond, I bonded out. I think I got another charge and bonded out. And then I was on the, on the streets, um, driving around. I got a, a possession, felon possession of firearms and, you know, um, I think shooting up and and just being feeling that so alone. I it, it started when I hit that rock bottom was way before then. I, I just felt like, you know, deep down, that's what I was trying to do, just to just to to stop myself. And um, I think I was finally relieved after, you know, at, at first scary at first. I didn't know how much time I was get, but deep down, I was relieved to just to put it all behind me and, and actually get a, a you know some time behind my, uh, under my belt for that, being clean and sober. And in the article, it says you got out just in time. I love it. To dance with your daughter. You don't dance, but you made sure to dance with your daughter. I love that it stated that. You know, one of my, right before I was in, when I was in the federal holdover and, and they brought my daughter to visit me, she was about nine years old. And I can't, I could always remember, I can't, I can't get that look out of her face. She looked at me like she didn't know who I was. And that was one of the saddest points right there. And, um, I used to talk to her on the phone all the time and I was like, don't, don't grow old on me, you know? And, uh, I was just, I knew that I had to, just enough time just to not get in trouble to, I did RDAP, get, get some time, uh, nine months off and, um, just to get out of time for that. And I, and I did, and, um, I was able to dance for her, you know, but she, you know, her being a teenager and, uh, I, I enjoyed it very much. It meant, meant a whole lot to me. Mm-hmm. I bet it meant a lot to her, too. It was probably like one of the moments she'll never forget, for sure. Yeah, it it does. does, Even being gone for those five years is is hard on her, too, also, because, you know, her being she's 18 now, uh, uh, 17 now. So it's about Mm -hmm. to turn 18. And it's still that those years gone. It it is a very big time for me and her could have bonded more, you know. Mm -hmm. Especially when so many people, if you're listening and you're going through that moment, you're in rock bottom, you don't feel like you're going to get out. You know, it, it's always hard when you don't have a support system and it feels like you're even more alone coming out of that process of healing than when you went into it with depression. So we're doing this episode because I hate the word starting over. I always like to call it you're starting new. If you're starting over, it means that everything was not a lesson and everything was meant to be almost negative and to make you feel down. So I always say it's starting it's starting new. You're starting a completely new life and you are so I want to see, for those that are watching this video, you're in your food truck right now. What are you doing when we call this passion hitting the pavement? You are on the road and you're truly changing your life and doing what makes you truly happy. Okay. So, I mean, uh, you know, I started this food truck and, you know, when I was locked up, I, I wanted to, my, my grandmother's uh, restaurant closed, my dad's restaurant closed. And I really uh, wanted to bring back those, that, that food that everybody wanted. So I'm, I, I, I started the Hadar's uh, food truck, uh, Hadar's Fresh Mediterranean, in December uh, 2020. Um, so I started off doing uh, selling lunch Monday to Friday, Monday to Friday, uh, by the hospital district JPS. And uh, now I just do events and caterings. Um, so I sell Lebanese food. I sell, uh, you know, homemade, homemade from scratch, falafels from falafel, hummus, uh, shish kebabs, and uh, just a little bit of my family's recipes. You know, what I learned growing up. And um, 
today I was at South Hills High School, served uh, the uh, students there. Um, I go, I, I love it. I go everywhere. I mean, I, I have Delhi Investments uh, email me, and, and for one of the lunches coming up, I go to different Dallas events in Dallas, and it's it's really exciting for me to go different places now and and just uh, to to bring my food, I, uh, bring my food, and let everybody taste it. That's amazing. I feel like for those that. Maybe like myself, I was born and raised, you know, in a very blue line, you know, with police officers and veterans and military. And it's something that I've always been told, you never judge a book by their cover. You never know what somebody's going through or dealing with. And I love your story because just because you went down a certain path does not mean you had to stay on it. And so when you get out, you're spending time with your family, you're doing something that you're passionate about. So if we have some listeners that are in Fort Worth or Dallas or even local to Texas, where can we find your food coming up? Do you do events or anywhere that we can come check it out? Yeah, yeah, and foodtruck.com. So I post all my events on there, my schedule on there. Um, some, you know, I, I just put some today, so they got to be posted. But uh, definitely on there, on that website, on the truck schedule will be there. Uh, I had this, uh, a, a few guys show up to the South Hills High School, and, and um, they, they showed up towards the end, and they were like, uh, my friend here, he told me about two months ago, like at 10 o'clock at night, he called me 10 o'clock at night, hey, we're going to go visit this food truck. And the guy's like, that's two months away. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to... They show up now and they, 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 they loved it, you know. And uh, so, I mean, I get I get people uh, just last week. I was at Hewlett Heights. I had a couple that said they drove an hour and a half to come visit me and, and try the food. And, you know, there's a lot of people that has had Hadari's before and uh, once, once try the food again and, and, you know, have that taste again. So, you know, they they, they can truly find me. on, on I go to different HOAs and um, all around the DFW area. Your your family has had recipes that are loved all the way dating back to 1976, and you were born and raised, you know, in the restaurant industry. What made you want to do a food truck versus opening a restaurant? Because so many don't understand that's like such a huge undertaking to own a restaurant versus like you, you have the freedom to come and go. My cousin Tony had a, a food truck in Las Vegas. He called it a hummus factory, which, uh, you know, uh, so I don't know if I was locked up. I think I had a friend in there that mentioned it to me and I just, that just I, the idea came to me and, it, and I ran with it when I got out I started looking for one and um, it's a, and you know the restaurant business is so up pace every day it's like you can really get burned out you know I, my uncle Frank had one in Vegas and uh, he had it for a few years best of Las Vegas Mediterranean food and uh, I can tell he's got burned out he closed closed recently and moved back down here to Fort Worth and it's, it's it really is a lot of work so looking at what has happened in your past and now owning your own business and working hard, but still able to have that flexibility of making your schedule, what are you most proud of, of yourself? I guess able to, to, to consistently actually keep uh, some, you know, uh, in the past I worked for my family and and I had different jobs off and on, never, 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 never too long. And ever since I started this food truck, you know, they, you know, I, when I first started, I realized like, man, I could wake up and actually work and make some money. Like, it, it, and I'm just proud that I could actually, you know, continuously do something legit and legal and and mm-hmm. just um, something I love doing, you know, and just consistently just just uh, be good at it. 
Well, I appreciate you coming on and speaking with us and doing this special episode. It's for those that are listening, or maybe you have a family member, never give up on somebody. You never know what they're going through. Mental health matters, but it's also something that you can still struggle with every day, especially when it comes to addiction. It is a constant choice that you make waking up every day, choosing not to try that drug just one more time and putting your actual talent and your passion like you to the pavement. So I think what you're doing is incredible. I'm going to put all your information for your website in the bio. If you're local to Fort Worth, you're local to Dallas area, or you just want to try great food, make sure you find where this truck is. Go support and probably it's going to be the best meal of your life. I'm just suggesting that right now. (laughs) Everybody loves my falafels. If you're a vegetarian, you know, uh, I get the most uh, raves about my falafels. And, you know, ever since being out, like my whole life has changed, changed just, just in different, I got married and, uh, December 29th. And I just found out that she just, she's pregnant about a week ago. So we my second child. Congratulations. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yes. That's amazing. Well, Fort Worth is proud of you. Dallas is proud of you. The state of Texas is so proud of you. And I was honored to have you on today. And like I said, I will put all the information in the bio. There's no excuse for you not to go find this food truck, try the food, enjoy it. And give this man a handshake because he's been through a lot. And he's, I feel like the best of your life is only at the start right now. You're just beginning. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Little Bit of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow today's episode on your favorite listening platform. And share these stories to more that need to be in the know. Get in on the action with the podcast Facebook and follow the little adventures on Instagram at little cute one az. I'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>